and needs constant attention. But the baby Jesus, this child created the world. This child existed before anything or anyone. This child was God. Imagine this. He's the creator of the world, and suddenly he feels cold and hunger. Imagine becoming human was not simply a twist of fate or a punishment from a higher being, but rather the choice of living in a body of mortality was just that, a choice. God chose to give up everything to become nothing. This child was a king, a king in a dirty stable, wrapped in rags, but a king with a plan. As we've heard through the readings this morning, this child would bring hope, not just a wish, but the confidence that God would defeat Satan and that good would win over evil. This child would bring peace, even in the midst of great suffering and trials, a peace that assures his followers that he is in control, even when it feels like nobody is. This child would bring love, a love that would never be taken away, a love that is beyond our understanding. And finally, this child would bring joy, for he indeed would deliver us. This morning, it's been fun to kind of have a few unique, fun activities to do together. But through it all, our focus at Christmas is Christ. Our focus is that first gift that was given. Kids, I don't know about you. When I was young, there were certain toys that I waited for at Christmas. I'm going to ask if some of you are brave. Kids, what toys are like the best toy this year? Lego? Puzzles? Did I hear puzzles? Nope. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask kids. Those are good answers. I'm going to ask you this. How many of you, how many of you are wanting a Hatchable for Christmas? Okay. That one's still, yeah, Hatchable. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next one. How many of you are waiting for a Tickle Me Elmo? Mostly adults, yeah. How many of you are waiting for a Furby? Anybody? Furby? We remember Furby? Whew. Never again? Okay, here's one. I'm going to give you, I'm going to show you what the toy was that I really wanted when I was a kid. How many of you are waiting for a Teddy Ruxpin? Anybody? It's amazing if you look through, I, I actually, about two weeks ago, I started looking through some of the toy crazes through the years. There were literally people that got sent to the hospital fighting over Tickle Me Elmo's, and I believe it was 1996. I will tell you, as a young boy in the 80s, I wanted that Teddy Ruxpin doll with the tape cassette in the back and the books that you could read along, and his eyes really opened, and his lips really moved. 
There's no one who's lining up for a Teddy Ruxpin anymore. The reality is, is this year on Christmas Day, Christmas morning, many of us are going to be opening gifts. Many of us will be excited about the gifts that we get. But truthfully, if we're honest, five years, 10 years, 15 years from now, we're probably not going to play with those toys or still wear those shoes or have that shirt. It's probably not going to be the sole focus of our attention and it's not going to have the same value that it does to us now. And that's okay. Because the reality is, is that the things of this world, the Bible tells us, will all go away. But what we celebrate at Christmas, why we give gifts to each other is symbolic. It's symbolic of the gift that God gave to each of us through his son, Jesus. A gift that unlike my Teddy Ruxpin doll, will never lose its value will never become boring, and will never not be something that we need. The kids sang a song uh, earlier, and it was a verse out of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 9, 6 says this, For unto us a child is born, a son is given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Counselor of our souls. Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His governance and his government and his peace will never end. You know that when Jesus came, even those who would have saw and met and spoke with Jesus when he was alive, they didn't actually know who he was. They didn't grasp the truth. Of the gift God really gave. The people who knew this promise that happened years and years before Jesus was born. They were looking for someone who would be strong and mighty. And be able to lead a government. So that they could be the most powerful people and nation in the world. They were kind of focused more on a Furby. Than they were on what God really had for them. Something that would bring them pleasure in the short term but not help with the long-term need that they had. For God so loved the world, you and me, that he gave his only son. Some of us, when we hear the message of Jesus, maybe for some of you who are visiting this morning, and church is not a regular part of your practice, but even the idea of church, all we feel is we feel that judgment, that heaviness, That God's simply about trying to weigh us down. But that's not at all what God gave us at Christmas. What he gave was he gave his son, the Prince of Peace. When the angel came to Mary, when he came to Joseph and to the shepherds, the words that were spoken from the angel were, fear not. We live in a world where fear controls and destroys us. But the message and hope of Christmas is that we no longer need to fear. I believe and know within each human being, there is a longing and a desire to know something greater than us. Something beyond just this world. We're born with that innate sense 
And we choose at different points in our lives to answer that question different ways. But the reason why we're born that way is because God, I believe, created us that way. There's, there's an inward knowledge in us that we know. There's a longing. And it's a longing to be connected again with God. That's what the Bible speaks of, is that mankind once was with God. And because of our sin, we were separated from him. And upon the point of human history, God chose to send his own son in human flesh so that he could pay the penalty for our mistakes. God, who was perfect, and in that could only have that which was perfection in his midst, paid the price for our sin so that you and I could be perfected and be with him, free of sin, free to fully embrace the hope, the peace, the love, and the joy that he's offered through his son. That's what we celebrate. That's why we're here. If you'll stand with me, I'm going to close this in a word of prayer. And then we'll uh, conclude for our morning and spend some more time just having fun together. But I'm going to ask if you'll just close your eyes with me today. And I want to pray for all of us that we can again embrace those elements of hope, peace, love, and joy. But before I, sp- I pray for all of us, I want to pray specifically if there are some of us here today that you have not yet made that decision to actually embrace and take the, go- the gift that God has for you, the gift of Jesus, who came for your sin, who came so that you could know God intimately, personally, and know a love that surpasses any other love that you could possibly know. If there's anyone here today, I'm going to ask if you'll just lift your hand, and I want to pray for you because God wants to come into your heart and your life today and change you. So I'm just going to give 10 seconds here. And if there's someone here, we want to give opportunity for that today. If that's you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Jesus, for those of us today who have not yet known you, I pray that we can simply pray this prayer in our hearts. Dear Jesus, thank you for coming, for being born, and coming so that you could pay the penalty for my sin, the things that I've done wrong, so that I could be free from that and allowed simply to live for you. Thank you for caring for me, and thank you that you have a call on my life. I want you to be the leader of my life. Help me to live out the hope, the love, the peace, and the joy that you have designed and desire for me to live with. In Jesus' name. And for all of us today, God, can we remember that we have a light to share with the world around us? As was spoken so powerfully by By the children's skit this morning, God, a message like this, how can we keep this to ourselves? A love and a gift so great, how can we keep that to ourselves? I pray over these weeks to come, where there's opportunity for us to share with family members, with friends, with neighbors. God, may we show and share the truth of Christmas. The love, 
of our Savior, Jesus. We pray that you give us opportunity to do that this week. And may wherever we go, we experience your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.